Welcome to the Sharkpreneur Podcast with Kevin Harrington and Seth Green. Kevin Harrington is the inventor of the infomercial, one of the original sharks from the hit TV show Shark Tank, and has generated over $5 billion in TV and digital direct response sales. Seth Green is the world's first trusted authority on cutting-edge direct response marketing, a best-selling author, and the only three-time Marketer of the Year nominee. On the podcast, Kevin and Seth interview sharkpreneurs who share straight talk on what it takes to explode your business. Welcome to the Sharkpreneur Podcast. This is your co-host, Seth Green. With me, as always, is the inventor of the infomercial and the original shark on Shark Tank, Kevin Harrington. Kevin, thanks so much for joining us. Hey, Seth. Great to be here. Looking forward to a great show today. We've got a great guest. Yes, we have a very special guest today, none other than Nick Nanton from Celebrity. You've got so many different brands. <laughs> I'm not even sure how long. I mean, it's like a four-page bio. Uh, Nick makes Good. people famous. Nick publishes books. He does movies. He's got an Emmy on the wall. He's got an insane amount of social proof, a preponderance of how he's helping entrepreneurs and business owners take it to the next level with all different forms of media. Nick, thanks so much for joining us. My pleasure, man. Good to be here with you and Kevin as well, man. It's been a while since we've seen each other, so all good. Hey. hey. Super. All right, so let's dive right in and let's talk about, let's start at the 50,000 foot level and talk about the suite of services that celebrity media that you provide all the way from bottom of the barrel to Emmy winning documentaries. Sure, man. So, let, you know, let's tackle it from why, I guess. I think that's an interesting place to start because as you can see, you guys noticed the guitar behind me. So I started playing guitar at six, started writing songs at 16, put out my first record at 18. And I've been, you know, music has been uh, my drug of choice for years and years and years. Uh, it's one of those things you cannot escape from. But I think most of what I do today stems from my frustration as really as a kid in the music business. So the internet's changed a lot of things, but there's still still many gates to go through. And I found, I was so frustrated as a kid. Um, I was 16 at the time. There wasn't the internet, like we had Prodigy and America Online was starting to come in, but like we didn't have like, just Google it and find it. it. Just wasn't, or that wasn't really a thing. And so, you know, all the books I would read, like my parents were in the music business. I was a kid in the suburbs of Orlando writing songs in my bedroom. Where do you go? What do you do? Who do you talk to? So I, I bought some books, right? I mean, that's the first thing I could think to do. And one of them is called All You Need to Know About the Music Business. It's like the quintessential music book by this UCLA law professor. And it tells you everything. And the, and the biggest secret in this book is you got to find a music lawyer, uh, you know, an entertainment lawyer, or else no one will talk to you. Now, that's kind of BS because if you're spectacularly good at what you do, all the gates fall down and everyone runs to you. Like that. that is... But there's so many people in music, and I think the world has become this way now with the internet, but my examples are for music. There's so many people who want to be in music, want to get into music. They'll do anything. They'll sell their soul just to talk to the right guy that the barrage of input that they get at record labels and all these places is too much to go through, and most of the stuff they get is utter crap, just really bad music. People do not know how to self-select. I learned that early. But yeah. so I, I had to have an entertainment attorney, but none of them would talk to me because I was 16. And my parents didn't have the money to like, they didn't have friends or money. We're immigrants, man. They didn't have a friend to call and go, hey, you know, you're an entertainment attorney. Talk to my son, Nick, and I'll do you a favor. Back in the day, I opened up the phone book and started like cold calling and they would hear my voice and I was 16, but I was a bit of a late bloomer. So I was probably like, hi, I need some information on uh, music, you know. And I thought, oh yeah, he's busy, you know, right? And so I actually ended up getting through to one guy and this is a really funny story. He was Matchbox 20s lawyer, if you remember those guys from back in the day. So he's a 
They were out of Orlando. He was a big deal. He took the time to answer a bunch of my questions. And what do you know, like 15 years later, uh, I joined this Bible study and that guy was in the Bible study. Oh my God. I was like, dude, I got to tell you, you were legit. You were one of the guys who really helped me. One of the very few people who actually helped me along the way. And so he's still doing the right thing today. But I, I got lucky there. But I think the crux of all this is that in order to get through the door, in order to, to do anything in life or business, you have to earn a seat at the table. And yep. I learned how to earn a seat at the table. The way I actually got my best seat at the table in music was by going to law school. It's so bizarre because all of a sudden I was no longer just a kid writing songs in my bedroom. I was like, oh, this kid's in law school writing songs in his bedroom. Now that's interesting. That's different. He must be smart enough to get into law school. And all of a sudden all these doors opened and nothing changed. Literally nothing about my talent level. And so I was like, man, positioning is just a bizarrely interesting thing. So through the mentoring and help of my business partner, Jack, who you know as well, Kevin, over the last 15 years, I've really delved into positioning and branding and and how to get a seat at the table. So what gets me, you know, to co-author a book with you, Kevin, we've done that before. What gets me to interview Richard Branson and Tony Robbins. and, And it's so interesting to me that it's, all of it, and we don't have to focus on this, but I'm fascinated by it. it's all in approach and positioning, whether you even get to have the discussion or not. The deal may not happen, but if you, but if you even want to have the discussion, it's all within approach and positioning. And yeah. that's why I got into what I'm doing because now with my bio, Seth, you make fun of it because it's funny. You know, I can get, I can have a conversation with practically anyone I want to have a conversation with because I have 17 Emmy nominations, five Emmy wins. I made the documentary on Rudy. I just interviewed Larry King to tell his life story. I've interviewed Tony. Robbins interviewed, you know, uh, Will I Am from Black Eyed Peas, you know, blah, 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 blah. But like all of a sudden, well, you're a player in the game. If all these people let you do it, you, there must be something. So let's talk. Yeah. So that's I, what I, I love what you said, getting you a seat at the table, right? Yeah. At, I mean, now that it means you'll get a good meal, but it doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to, you know, be this big celebrity the rest of your life or anything, right? And, you know, it, it's funny, Nick, because you know, people ask me that when we talk about the Shark Tank thing and everything, you know, I was able to get the meeting with Mark Burnett. That's sort of the seat at the table. And that came because I wrote books and was putting out content and interviewing some cool people like you've done. But actually having a book and then promoting the book was the, the real beginning of me getting the seat at the table, which is what you actually do for many, many people. This is one of one of your revenue streams that is very successful is what you call it collaborative book publishing, right? Is that, yep. is that the, the terminology or? Yeah, yeah that, that's right. Sure. That's one, one of the ways you can call it. But yeah, we, we, we help people get a, a seat at the table by helping them publish a book the fastest, easiest way, but that's still credible because look, you and I both know there are I was not the first in that game. I will not be the last in that game. But there are so many people who have cheapened this process so badly because they will, you know, they'll take 20 bucks from anybody and put out a Kindle thing. Oh, you're the best. And and whatever. But what I try to do is look, life really revolves around positioning and credibility. This is what it is. Mm -hmm. And everybody 
pays their dues one way or the other. And so we we offer that as a service, but we do it in a credible way. We yeah. have a major publisher. We're distributed by Ingram. We edit the books. We do hardcover books. We hit Amazon bestseller list. We own, you know, we happen to own the National Academy of Bestselling Authors. We're about to hold our ninth annual Quilly Awards. The Quillies are made by the people who make the Emmys and the Oscars. Now, these are all things that we we created. I mean, but I, someone created the Emmys. Someone created the Grammys. We're just early in the game almost a decade in, by the way, but it's all about how this all fits together. And I think so few people do a good job of putting the entire package together from the point of view of what is it that their client, their prospect really wants and what's going to give them the most credibility. You know, the price, as you know, Kevin, price is rarely ever the issue. It's yeah. the value exchange. What am, I, what am I getting for the money? So yeah. another example you, you would be very familiar with, I, I could tell people all day long, hey, if, would you put a half a million dollars into, into marketing? This is a very broad question. And there's so many people would say, could never afford to do that. And so right. I, I intentionally didn't ask the whole question. So I'm asking the whole question now. If I could show you how to make a million dollars every week, if you could put a half a million dollars a week in marketing, could you do it? Well, yeah, they'll beg, borrow, and steal from everyone they can find. But the right. fact is that's the value exchange. And most of us as business owners are asking people for the figurative half a million dollars without any hope of showing people where the, where the million is on the other side. Yeah. That's a very simple example. But the point is when we're packaging things up, we got to be able to find the value in it. And I think there's a lot of things. I think so many people put value, uh, put on the selling process, put too much value on monetary return as opposed to some of the other returns you can get. Cause I can tell you the positioning returns I've gotten out of the things that I've done have been, have, positioned me so much better for bigger games than if I were watching it dollar for dollar. So, yeah, and people ask me, hey, did you make money on Shark Tank? I'm like, actually, as investments go, I had a half a million dollars in one deal, closed the doors down, lost a half a million. I lost a hundred thousand on this one and money, all of this. Yeah, I actually, on the actual investments, I probably didn't make money, but it was the positioning that created a powerful thing that that did make me ultimately the money. But and, and that's why I go back to we'll start back at the book. I don't know if Seth is familiar with this, but Nick and I actually did a book yeah. where because I realized the power of having my own book. It actually I was doing radio talk shows to promote my book. Mark Burnett was out listening to to different things, saw me on the internet, this, that, you know, the book was out all of a sudden. He's like, hey. Give me, come have a seat at the table. Let's have dinner together at the table for me to decide whether you're the right kind of guy to be in the show. And so, so I realized that got me the seat. I then sold the getting on the show and boom, the rest was the future for me. But, but I said, how do we help the average guy get a seat at the table? That's what you've been doing. And so the, the collaborative book we did, but we had, I think we had like 38 people that actually got on the cover or a chance to be, you know, in the book with me. And then they, they got their own chapter. And this is the collaborative aspect of it. Bestseller yep. status. They get an award at is the, is it the Quilly? Is that what it's called? Yep. Yep. Yeah. And so, so, and that's even Seth, you got to see the, the program that Nick has put together is unbelievable because you come up, you get interviewed, it's all video, it's shot. You get to come on up to get your award. And it's a very, uh, it's a really cool marketing program. So, so you do books, you do videos, you, you help people market themselves, build their brand, which ultimately opens doors and takes them to the next step. Is, is there a long-term program that you can bring somebody through all the way? 
Yeah, well, there is. I mean, look, at the end of the day, uh, I think it's like anything else. I can, I, can build, I can build you a reputation like no one else, but if you can't fulfill it, there's not a whole lot I can do for you. Right. Uh, but, I, yeah, I can position you. I mean, I have the, the connections and the, we have the media skill set that we've developed that we can create. I mean, we, we can put you on an hour special on CNN if you want. That's, that's what you need. Now, that's typically not what most people need. And, and, and a lot of businesses, a lot of people just say, hey, how do I keep the slight edge over, my, over the dentist down the street or whatever it is? And, so, and I'm not putting that down. That's, when you're competing at that level, it's awesome that you know, doing one or two things in, in, in an in a old-fashioned style business where everyone else is competing the old way, you can just do a couple of things and you can crush it all the yeah. way up. No, just very sophisticated media strategy. So for instance, I'll tell you about one. I was working with a hedge fund out in New York City, one of the most successful hedge fund managers there is. And he brought me in because he wanted, he realized that he'd been doing it so long and he had so many traders and stuff with him that they were forgetting their own lessons and making bad decisions sometimes because he wasn't able to always be there and remind them of how things had gone in the past, as well as he wasn't always able to even remember, oh man, after he made a mistake, he's like, man, 20 years ago, I, I made this mistake, I should remember. So he said, hey, how could you help me? And so he brought me in more as kind of a, a consultant. I said, well, here's the deal. Tell me, some, tell me some of these things. And he basically had kind of like these rules of engagement of when they do things, when they're not do things, never do things when it looks like this. When things look like this, there may be an opening. And he had all these kind of uh, anecdotes from doing this for 20, 30 years. And so we came up with a strategy. And so one of the strategies was, hey, look, let's write a book on these strategies that is uh, for the external marketplace so that oh. you can give it to any business owner and they'll, they'll appreciate kind of your hedge fundy mind around kind of common concepts. Yeah. The other thing you need to do is create like, uh, uh, whether it's published or not, like these 70 or 80 whatever isms that you have and create a list of them. And every day at your daily huddle meetings, because that's what they do, you need to tell two or three of these stories. And every year you would have gone through all of them three or four times. And you just, every day you give a couple more of them and you are always constantly indoctrinating everybody. That's two pieces of it. Now here's the thing. When, when your clients come in, you're, you're, they were selling mostly to, uh, to pension funds. So hundreds of millions of dollars at a time. I said, here's what I also want to do. I want to take one of your favorite strategies, the reason why you compete successfully uh, in the pension fund market and tell me a great story. So tell me a great story about a pension fund uh, success he had. So, okay, now let's get a original artwork commissioned that kind of helps tell this story. Right. And then we'll have it painted. We'll hang it up really big in your conference room. And when someone comes in for the, for the pitch, you say, Hey, look, see this painting. There's a reason we have it up. We have a commission because I'm going to tell you a story. They're going to fall in love with you. They're going to fall in love with the art. Then when they go home, you're going to send them a, a reprint of that artwork for their boardroom. And yeah. I don't want to love the gift they got. They're going to remember the story. Now, every person that walks into their office, they're going to go, Hey, let me tell you about our hedge fund manager. Here's what, <laughs> let me tell you the story. And so I, I just try to find really unique ways to utilize media and art forms in order to in order to become the most present thing in people's minds i love it that's fantastic great it's a great uh, little lesson learned on that one so so um you 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 do charitable work it's amazing you take your you and your wife you go to mexico and you have a lot of things that you you give back and i think that's that's what impressed me about you i've been to your offices and hung out with you in a bunch of different events and stuff and so so you know i do the same thing um you know, it, it's just great to be able to, you know, achieve certain levels of success and then also understand that it's also about giving back to the world and, and society. And so what, what's, your, what's your nearest and dearest thing like that that you do? 
Man, we've got a bunch of my, I think something too that I think is really important as we're talking about business and mindset. I, I think a lot of people are waiting for a day to come when they can finally do that. I think you'll find if you start now, the rest happens. Yeah. So if, you, if you start living that sort of abundance and giving, the doors that open are amazing. So every year, typically, I couldn't go this year because I had a graduation I would go to. My boys and I, and my daughter's getting old enough, my wife will now come too. We go and we stay in an orphanage in Mexico with, uh, you know, with some other friends of mine. And we go every year and we do Christmas party and we help fix up things. We help raise enough money to build a, a new boys dorm. We do stuff like that. I'm real passionate about an organization in uh, Dominican Republic. We made two movies on where they, they give micro loans to women owned businesses to help them create their own businesses. They give them to women because the men run off with the money and drink it away. Mm, wow. And the women have families to raise. So they actually create businesses and they do great, great. things. I'm actually uh, about to start filming a doc in January coming up too about a really cool organization called Canines for Warriors. Um, they take rescue dogs out of shelters and teach them to be service dogs and then give them to wounded warriors with PTSD. Wow. And to do life with. And so it stops them from committing suicide. It literally eradicates suicide because wow. they have a friend to go through life with. So that's a killer story we are, we are in the middle of telling right now. So. Well, fantastic. It's great, great to connect with you on, on all levels. Um, Nick, for those of our folks watching and listening who are resonating with what you're saying and want to get their own story told in a compelling, outside-the-box, artistic way, what is the best place for them to reach you? Well, these I mean, they can go to nicknanta.com or they can just Google me. I'm not hard to find. Any of those contact forms typically end up making their way to me. And, you know, uh, I'd love to have a conversation. I have several agents in the office. I'm out filming a lot. Um, I'm working on 11 productions right now, 11 films. Um, and so if I'm not there, though, I have other people who kind of start the conversation, see if it might be a good fit. And if it is, we'll, we'll figure it out. But we're working uh, with one of the 15 largest companies in the world right now telling their story through a documentary. We're working with a private company that's uh, over a billion dollars in revenue. And then we work with people. I've done uh, movies on financial advisors and dentists and lawyers. And I mean, one of my favorite ones, I did a three-part documentary series on a financial advisor. And we ended up combining the pieces together to create. Uh, his origin story that was about an hour and he ended up he stopped going to his own seminars his staff would introduce the movie the movie would play and he was getting appointments at one percent less than if he was there in person so wow. wow. leverage and infomercials he could be running a seminar in every town every night at the same time <laughs> have to be there like that's a good gig hey smart stuff man well hey happy holidays to you your family you. uh keep up the, the good work and we're so close Someday soon, let's grab a coffee. Um, I play a little golf. It doesn't sound like you got time for it, but um, I, I do. I'm terrible at it, but we'll do it. Okay, well, maybe we'll get out and hit hit the white ball around a little bit sometime soon. Me okay. and Dean Jackson, I'll make it happen. Okay, buddy. This show has been produced by Market Domination LLC. To discover how you can have your own show completely done for you and turn it into a real published book and become the authority in your marketplace, go to www.marketdominationllc.com slash podcast offer. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. <laughs>